Well, Steve Smith, uh, great to catch up with you. Um, sat in your remarkable-looking uh, uh, car here, the AM80 Brooklyn's Hotchkiss. Um, what's this car like to drive? It's a pussycat, really. I mean, I feel I'm in a Morgan three-wheeler. I can't see what's behind me, and I can see my two cycle wings and uh, curved bonnet, and I just forget what's behind me, and that's the best way to drive it, I think. Now, tell me a little bit about the car. What's the history of the vehicle? Well, basically, in 29, Hotchkiss had their new three-litre six-cylinder engine, so they did a rooftop on a production car, and they went to Monterey, and they ran, ran around for 16 days continuously until they'd clocked up some records, and one of them was 5,000 miles at 97 miles an hour, and uh, after that, they went back to the two-litre engine, which was a better competitive class, and started putting aero bodies on it, and they tried a different reiteration every year, and then they only, only sent it for a race once, and that was in 35 to Brooklands, and that's how it ended up looking like this, which, this is a replica, but um, we've, we've re reinstated the, uh, the car as it ran at Brooklands. This is an enormous car. I know a lot of the cars from, from the early days of motor racing were based around the influence of, uh, of aerodynamics from aircraft, weren't they? And sometimes aero engines were, were used in the vehicles. And you can see that influence in this, can't you? They, they tried everything. And, um, yes, it's 22 foot, 2 inches long. Uh, they tried an enclosed cockpit. Uh, the reports were it was very hot to drive and, and quite awkward on track. But um, it's... I don't, I don't know about its aerodynamic abilities. I mean, they, uh, they persevered and, and they achieved some amazing records. At, at Brooklands, it finished the 500 miles at 106 average uh, with four pit stops, which is in sixth place. So they were banging on. Uh, a big car, obviously a, a heavy car. Uh, how does it cope with the, uh, with the hill climb? It's, it's not a great car for the hill climb, obviously, because of its length, but also the gearing, and uh, there's a long change um, between gears, so you're always in the wrong gear at the wrong time. <laughs> <laughs> How do you manage to find yourself be behind the wheel of this remarkable car? I, um, one of my customers, I, I balance engines for a living, but one of my customers took me down the road in his uh, uh, Talbot 150, and uh, that introduced me to what vintage cars and racing cars are about, and he had this as a project they'd never had time to finish or start. So uh, we agreed to get on with it. And four years later, here we are. Now, you've been up the hill already, uh, I take it, today. Uh, how did you do? What sort of time did you manage? I haven't seen the time. I didn't bother looking. It, it, it came out of second gear on the way to the corner in the roundabout. So I've got to do better and put it in gear properly. I guess with a long wheelbase like this, it's also quite difficult getting round the roundabout at the top of the course. It's quite fun, yes. And uh, it's, quite, it's not the, the beginning that's the problem. It's after the roundabout where it's a bit squiggly and it's, it's interesting up there, yeah. Well, you mentioned just, just before we, uh, we started chatting that your, your nickname, your, your friends call you Wobbly, and it, that's because of your business, which that's is the right. engine balancing. That's where now it that's makes it. sense. Uh, exactly, yes, this. <laughs> I think it was uh, Duncan Pittaway or Simon Diffie, I can't remember, who, who, who named me Wobbly years ago and it stuck. So, <laughs> well, let's hope not, you're not wobbly going up the uh, the hill climb. Thank you Fantastic! Very Thank you for bringing this uh, amazing car along. Great to catch up with well, you. It's Thank nice you. Nice to be invited, and uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you.